Definitely not looking forward to our wives hearing this podcast. Eh, they don't listen anyway. Mine has never once listened to it, but uh, we played back some audios of our wives calling us as if we were cattle. And uh, but you know, they're still better than the other ones. That's for sure. <laughs> you got that right. HR files. Do you have to take something down in your office if someone else wants you to? And we did win the intern's lunch with our lovable German intern, Sandro. Maybe it's just me. It was good, too. It was good. Fireside poetry. There's a lot in here. Dude, come on. Let's get to it right now. Kelly and Wood. Take that down. That's what we have up today in the HR files as we are joined by our human resources guy, Brian Zenzen. Now, uh, this one's pretty interesting. Now, it's a little long, so stay with me here, though, okay? Uh, I have a question for Zenzen. I work in an office with cubicles. Across the walkway is a coworker who I just don't get along with. In the past, they have complained about me listening to the radio. Well, maybe us. <laughs> so maybe I don't like this person already. Um, but, but the latest is that I have a Harry Potter calendar hanging up, and they have asked that I take it down. My children gave me this for a Christmas present. We've read all the books together. It means a lot to me. Apparently, my coworker doesn't like the author, question mark, question mark, says that I shouldn't have this up. Now, we are allowed a few personal items in our workspace, and I am following all rules. Shout out to Zen Zen right there. Always check the bylaws. <laughs> yeah, hey, glad, uh, glad to hear that. If I say no and this person goes to HR, can I be in any sort of trouble? If someone came to me... I'm going to like, if you came to me and said, Hey, I'm uncomfortable that Kelly's got a Harry Potter calendar, mm-hmm. like Which he does, he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huge fan. Um, huge fan. Yes. If something makes someone uncomfortable, you have like, that's your right to either stop or, you know, usually behavior like name calling, right. Whatever in the workplace. But like, if you have a Harry Potter calendar up, what if I have a star Wars calendar up? People like to have calendars up. Well, not even that. You have, what if you had like a Vikings poster up? You know, you could do an Adrian Peterson or you something. You know what like happened that. with the Love Boat back in 05? Right. You know, what's weird is it's not really doing anything to you. No, like, like that's, just that's a calendar. The part, yeah, like that's the part that's always weird. It's like, oh, it makes me uncomfortable. Okay, well, sorry. You're not the, you're not the only one that works here. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, okay, so if someone makes me uncomfortable, well, I understand that it makes you uncomfortable. If you came to me, Wood, and you said this, hey, it's in Kelly's cubicle, I might go to Kelly and say, hey, can you flip the calendar around on the opposite side of the cubicle where nobody will see it? Nah, Problem. man. Don't be doing that. <laughs> well, it's an easy fix. Hey, the person, guess what? Hey, Wood, you don't have to see it anymore. Kelly, you'll see it every time in the cubicle. Maybe flip it around. And if you don't want to do that, you don't have to. But this it is wouldn't funny. be a requirement. That might just be an easy fix. Like, it's hey, funny because I'm, I'm picturing Wood in HR and someone coming to him with this complaint <laughs> and how much sympathy they would. No, I'm just seriously like, would it be like, tough enough. Yeah, it's, a, that'd it's, be, a, it's a calendar. It's funny you say, honestly, you know we don't tell each other enough anymore what go to hell yeah you're right so i remember so i got in trouble once as a kid right and this mom came to our house and she knocked on the door and my dad was home so i knew i was cooked right mm-hmm. and she started like in on my dad like your son did this this and this now my dad handled it he's like look right I'm sorry about this my son is not right he will be handled yeah and the woman god love her she stood right there. He goes, I want to see you do it. Ooh. Oh, to which my dad <laughs> said, go to hell and slam the door. <laughs> and I kind of thought to myself as the imminent beating was coming, because I was still going to catch it right. for, you know, being a, because I was in the wrong. Right. But I kind of thought to myself, you know, that is a way to handle stuff. Like, look, I'll handle it 
And also some people just need to be told, this ain't your fight. This ain't your, this ain't your domain. Right. Go to hell. Yeah. Well, that'd be like, so imagine in this situation, if you said, if the person that complained said, I want it, I want to get an apology from this person for having a Harry Potter calendar. And but the problem is we've told that person before, obviously, you know, the radio has been turned down or something. Yeah. Like they've been told like they have some sort of semblance of power. But with, but, okay. So, but like with radio turning down, like that can be a distraction into one. other people's one. workplaces. Especially if she's listening to this us. This isn't lewd. It's not offensive. It's not derogatory towards other, the, the character in itself is not. Right. There, at the last radio station I worked at, I was thinking about this. I was offended so deeply by something one time and i i want to dance around this because i don't want to alienate anybody but they were making jokes about something that didn't necessarily align with my christian views right Mm -hmm. and it was deeply offensive to me but i didn't like go complain or but see something like like that where you're talking about offensive jokes yeah it it was to you as a whatever that's like that's that's that is different than just Hey, this is a calendar. Yeah, right? you know, that's the ca- true. Like- but even with this, I was like, "Hey, I'm offended. My feelings don't matter. Like, just move on and you know, move on about your business. Like, your feelings. What, when did we start telling people that every feeling they have matters? Yeah. No, I, you're right. I mean, I just, I, I, to me, and that's the thing. Like, obviously, at some point in time, this person got told, like, "Hey, you know, tone it down." But we, at some point in time, you've got to say, "Hey, enough's enough. I'm not." And that's why I wouldn't turn my calendar around. No. Right. You got to figure out when it's going to end somehow. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I'll be coming to work the next day on a broom. I'll be wearing a Harry Potter stick. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be waving. I'll be the biggest nerd on the planet. Got the lightning bolt walking around with a wand. I'd, I'd hire Elijah Wood for the day or whatever it was. Oh my God. Stick him under my arm. I don't care. Oh, there's he ain't going to tell me what to hang in my office. There's Wood's solution. But uh, Brian Zenzen, we always appreciate your professional eye on these things. And a little something that we like to call the HR Files. We'll see you next week. See ya. Kelly and Wood. All right, we are playing Win the Intern's Lunch, and we got Fuba on the phone who's going to play with us right now. And uh, he, let's see, let's get him back on real quick. What line was he on? There he is. Uh, Fuba, you ready to play? Yes. All right, so how Win the Intern's Lunch works is we asked our intern some questions. You just have to guess, will he get them right or wrong? If you get two out of three, you win, okay? Okay. All right, so the first jingle that we played for Sandro yesterday was this one right here. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back. Well, he know that one. What 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 restaurant that's from? I have no idea. Well, you have no idea, but will he know? So can I guess? No, yeah, you just yeah. say yes or no. Yep, yes or no. Well, will Sandro know that jingle? No, he does not know that that jingle. All okay. right, let's see. All right, Sandro, I think everyone could identify this within seconds. Okay. Do you know what American jingle this is? I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back. No, I I heard he wants his baby bell. Do you know no. Baby Bell? Like these these cheese things? The these round wheels? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. why. But they're pretty good. You yeah. know, that's why I thought he would say that. He think, wants his baby back. Mm-mm. He's saying, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Baby uh, back. Uh, no, I have no idea. Damn. That, what, what's that? That would be Chili's Baby, baby Back ribs. ribs. Barbecue sauce. That thing slaps. <laughs> All right. We won for one so far. Oh, here, you got it, man. You're on a great track to success here. The next jingle I played for Sandro was this one right here. Take a snip. Pull it 
it out. The taste is gonna move you when you pop it in your mouth. Well, he know that one. Nope. All right, let's he see. Does you just not gotta, know that one. You just gotta get two out of three full, but here we go. Now, this is a bit of a throwback, but I knew every word to this okay. when Wood and I were talking That's good for you. about it. <laughs> right. yeah, I want to nail this one. All right, what commercial is this for? Take a sniff, pull it out. The taste is going to move you when you pop it in your mouth. Okay, that sounds... He says, take a sniff, pull it out. The taste is going <laughs> to... Yeah, we don't... Uh, no, the taste is going to move you when you pop it in well, your mouth. That sounds, well, just, that sounds it's interesting. Hard to hear, it's hard to hear these old, low-quality recordings. Sounds recording. worse with the spoken word. Yeah. Uh, guys? <laughs> That kind of show I'm Sandra. a saint. I, I don't do that stuff. <laughs> it's, it's nothing dirty. Sure. Uh, <laughs> the taste I, is going to move you when you pop it in your mouth. Uh, I, some, some kind of popsicle, some ice cream. I, I'd say, I, I don't know for sure. I've never heard it, but... Yeah. That is incorrect. Oh. It's for Juicy Fruit Gum. Oh, come on. Juicy Fruit, it's going to move don't you. Don't do it again. It's just <laughs> soft. It sticks right to you. God, every word sounds dirty. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. <laughs> Fuma, you got it, man. You got two out of three. Yeah. You want to try and go Thank for the clean? You, you want to see if you can get all three of them and go for the clean sweep this morning? Yes. All right, I played him this jingle right here. The best part of waking up. Well, he know that one. No. All right, Sandro, you got to get this next one, okay? Mm-hmm. Here is the last one. The best part of waking up. The best part of waking up. Should I say what's the best part, or should I guess what kind of commercial? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, 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 it's gross. Is that juicy yeah. food commercial? Because I know. Uh, yeah, no, I, I have no idea, guys. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Think about something in the morning. First thing you do when you wake up. Um, look at my phone. But that's probably an older commercial. Back then, you yeah. wouldn't do that, right? No, nope, uh, you wouldn't even think of it. No, go to the toilet, or well, brush your teeth. Okay. Ooh. Brush your teeth. Maybe a toothpaste eat, company? Eat, eat. Maybe a breakfast commercial? Well, you're in the ballpark. Folgers Coffee. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Oh, man. I'm scared. That's that's I'm scared. Yeah. See, I don't drink coffee, though. That's the thing. That's why I didn't guess it. All right. Fuma, you did it, man. You went three for three today and win the interns. That means you took the food right out of Sandro's mouth and win the interns' lunch. All right, so there's a video that's going viral, and this is, did you say it's from the Iowa State Fair? And it's an old video, but I have no idea. I saw it like three times yesterday. Like it just popped up? Right. And it's like the Iowa State Fair, they have like a husband calling contest. Right. I I hate this audio, if I may just go out on a limb. We should give you a heads up. It is incredibly shrill. It sends shivers up my spine hearing this right now, but uh, I just grabbed a couple of them. Okay. So here here we go. Here's the first one. Already. <laughs> Carrie! Woo! Carrie, come on. Let's go. Man, these ladies just sound angry, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> Carrie! Oh. You come here right now. We're late. I- I'm running the opposite way. I, say, I don't know, Carrie, but he's got to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. He is flat out got to go. You can find me out in the middle of a cornfield if I hear that. I want to divorce these women, and I'm not even married to them. <laughs> Well, wait, because Wood and I recorded our wives because we're like, well, hold on. I got I got oh. a couple more here. Try, try, 
This woman can hold a note, though. T Ray. Oh. She even had a little vibrato in there with hers. You know, Troy's in the basement. Yeah, just, like, oh, that's me. <laughs> that's me. Oh. But when you and I were listening to those yesterday, we're like, well, that's not really. But but it is very reminiscent of how your wife calls down for you. Because my wife, all the time, if I'm working in the basement, I, I just, I, I never respond to her first, Kelly. Why would you? Because I'm like, maybe, maybe, maybe she she'll. can handle it. Yeah, maybe she'll figure it out. She'll get out the step stool and get the glass off the top shelf on her own. <laughs> maybe that jar of pickles will finally just pop right open. So yesterday, it was funny because we're like, let's record our wives yelling for us. Because just on the sly without telling them. Right. Because I knew if I went downstairs, I was going to go downstairs and watch a little hoop yesterday. Right. I knew at some point in time. You get the call. The beacon for Gondor would go up. <laughs> All right. So here, here's the recording you made of your wife last night calling for you. Matt. Matt. <laughs> Sounds like those ladies on the thing. Matt. Oh, wait. She gets a goon involved. <laughs> 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 but and I love how like it's like don't go downstairs and get your dad. She right. she is training her just to hey, maybe if you screech. I've told my wife that too. I'm like, why did we put an Alexa in every room and let Big Brother watch our every move to just be screaming in the house all the time? Aye. She'll do it for my daughter. She's like Presley. I'm like. Let's just walk down and get it. I'm sick of all the yelling in the house. We had an intercom system in my house when I was a kid. And we didn't use it. We just did this. Just exactly. scream. It was the so, same thing. So when my wife started yelling for me last night, I just hit record on the phone. And I just I was like, I'm not going to respond no matter how many times she says. <laughs> this, so this is my wife calling for me yesterday. Kelly. Just, oof. Kelly. Every night. Kelly. <laughs> it ratchets up. <laughs> just goes on and on. Oh, damn it. Kelly! <laughs> I just imagine Kelly in the corner with a nice tartine in his hand, not moving like they do with the T-Rex. Yeah, if she doesn't hear me move, she won't know I'm here. Just... How many? When you get that call, though, and, and Brian Riley, you won't know this. Well, maybe you will because you do have a. You and your girlfriend live together, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't your shoulders just drop when you hear it? And you're like, what now? What what am I going to be asked? There's a chore coming, right? And it's not going to be it's not going to be something fun. It's never like, "Gang, hey, come here! I made cookies." Yeah, <laughs> afternoon delight. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> Kelly and Woods Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Halstead, Minnesota, population 564. Don't forget on Saturday, it's the second annual Halstead Fire Department Mixer with the cocktail hour starting at 5 and dinner at 6. That sounds like the hottest ticket in a town that covers 0.36 square miles. See what you did there. And that's why Halstead, Minnesota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood. All right, here we go. Round Robin is the game that we would normally play at this time because we're just looking for something to fill this slot. Have a little fun. Let's let's be honest. That's what we're trying to do here. But that's okay. And we're trying to figure it out as we go. So we're going to do the same thing. We're just going to go around. We're going to name stuff. But here's the deal. This is how I'm flipping it around here. Okay. Let's we're going to put a minute on the clock. Okay. One minute counts down. The person to name something last 
and it has to be a good one, to name something last wins. Wins. Okay. Now, could you technically not say anything? You could. And just hold it to, and hope that you're the last person to say something? You could. Okay. Or we could make like the last one worth like 10 points or something like that. Okay. This, maybe we have this conversation off the air. Would not, it would be nice. <laughs> maybe we prep the show really off the air. this one out. <laughs> Most public of my humiliations. <laughs> All right. So here we go. So can you get can you get them wrong then? Or if you get one wrong in the middle, are you done? I think if you get it wrong in the middle, you're done. We haven't thought that far through. I like how we're bringing the listener into this process. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out something for this one break. I'm just glad they can't see the middle fingers flying around here. <laughs> well, because we can't do a phone topic here because we don't have enough time. That's all right. right. And we don't want to do just another story because mm-hmm. then it's story, 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 story. So we we, we want to do a game. Let's We're just see. having a really hard time coming up with one. An, an insane hard time coming up with one. Do you have a minute on the clock? I got one minute. Uh, fingers on the timer. All one. right. Uh, Brian Riley, we only have four topics. Give me a number between one and four. Three. Nicely done. Uh, this one's from Erica. Different soft drinks. Different. And start the timer now. Pepsi. Coke. Diet Coke. Fanta. Diet Pepsi. Diet Mountain Dew. Squirt. Regular Mountain Dew. Um, the, uh, Fresca. Fresca's a good one. That's grapefruit. Sprite. Sierra Mist. Oh. No, it, that's out now. Well, I guess maybe it still counts. But no, I'm counting it. That's, uh, what is it, the new one? Starry. Starry. Fine, Starry. Starry. Yeah. Set it. Fago. Ooh. Okay. That's a deep cut. Black Cherry Dr. Pepper. Okay. That sounds made up. No, that one's real. Diet What's Dr. Pepper. The uh, Cranberry 7-Up. Big uh, red. That one comes out like Christmas time. Does bubbler count? I think bubbler? so. It's a okay. soft drink. Oh boy, we're running low uh, now. We we've got uh, sun kissed. Oh nice. Oh. Orange crush. That's already been said. Oh dang it. Am I out? Uh, I don't know. Doctor Thunder. <laughs> oh Mountain <laughs> Lightning. Oh um. Diet Coke. Diet Seven Up. Diet Right. Diet Star. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Who got it? Who That's got a it? diet story. Uh, diet story. That's got to be right. Are we sure that exists? Hold on. Go to the judges. Did they? Does Diet Starry exist yet? Was there a Diet Sierra Mist? I think there was, there was a Diet Sierra Mist. If there Mist. was Diet Sierra Mist, we'd have to imagine there is a Diet Starry. I'm, I'm Googling it's it. It's Starry Zero Sugar. Boo! Do we give them that one? I mean, it's Coke Zero and Diet Coke are different things. I, I think s- Kelly Jordan may be their first winner here. And what are we calling this? Minute Round to win Robin it? Robin still. Oh, I thought we were calling it Minute to Win Fine, It. Minute to Win It. Minute to Win It. And I take it on the very first one. Now, see, I learned something while we were doing that. You can't just wait till the end because somebody might say the one that you're holding on to. Good point. And if you keep going, you might say the one that that person... I, I'm kind of digging this, to be honest with I you. I like it. I like it. This was this was more fun than Round Robin. Hey, All right. Hey, Burnix, can you make a diet story so I can win next time? <laughs> that would be great. All for Brian. It's all coming up, Brian. Anyway, for, to get a W. If you got another idea of one of these that we can do, like another topic point, this Send was, them in. This was really fun. Nice All job, right. Wood. Nice. You totally redeemed yourself. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score. We're going to put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. No, Minnesota, my friend. Do Nord trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, we're headed down to Eagle Lake. That's where we have a gentleman and his lady hanging out at a bar. Now, something went wrong in the bar because they got into an argument and decided, you know what, we're headed home. 
Ah, nothing like a drunk argument with your wife in public. Well, the 36-year-old girlfriend, Natalie Broomer, apparently wasn't having it in the car, and she got a little worked up. According to reports here, she was hitting him and spitting in his face as they were en route to the house. Now, once they got home, this picked up. That's because the man went inside, and when he got inside, that's when he was hit from behind in the back of the head with a whole raw chicken. As you can imagine, that's when things took things up a notch. That's like, that, you know what I'd be most worried about is disease from something like that. Well, salmonella. Right. Yeah. Because you know it's splashed. Oh, of course. Right Get in your mouth. A little E. coli in the yeah, eye. That's dangerous. Well, 911 was called, and when authorities arrived, sure enough, they found the victim there with still some chicken residue <laughs> in his hair. So they said, all right, you know what? You're going to jail. And they tried to get her under arrest. She began pulling her hands away from the officers and fighting back. Mm-mm. She continued to yell, attempting to pull her arms away from the officers and kicking her Bye-bye. legs wildly. But after all, she was arrested and booked into jail. No word on whether or not that chicken passed the five-second rule. Gross. Yeah. Raw chicken is like something I am probably a little bit unreasonably afraid of. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like having it in my kitchen. It's gross. I just grab a rotisserie from the store. Really? Yeah. I don't mind cooking. I just don't like touching it. I don't like touching it either. I, I'm always worried I'm going to leave the tiniest bit of chicken residue on the counter or something, and it's going to make my whole family sick. You know, you can't clean it up. I know I can, but what oh. if I miss just the tiniest little bit? Hey, you know, a little E. coli is not a bad thing. Doesn't the, doesn't the bird have to have a disease in order for it to give you a disease? I don't know. Okay. Do I look like a bird man? No. Mm. A razor of... Chickens? <laughs> no, you do not. No. All right, come on. Let's give this one a score, shall we, Wood? All right, so first of all, we got drunk argument in public. It's trashy. Seems like. As someone who's been in many of those, mm. I absolutely wake up so embarrassed the next day every single time. It's not good. No, it's a bad look. So I'm, I'm going to give that 200 points. I know that sounds high, but I know how trashy it is. Oh, yeah. I've been on both sides. Uh, and then we got... Continuing that fight at the house. Oh, how about in the car? She's oh, in getting the in the car. business, punching yeah. and spitting on him. I've been there too. Yeah, come on, I'm trying to drive. Not from my wife, but from a girl I dated before her. Mm-hmm. She whipped my butt in the car when I was driving one time. What's the old saying? If you leave the house every day, what <laughs> you run into is trouble. You're the problem. I don't. My wife doesn't. <laughs> my current wife doesn't has never true. has never gotten aggressive with me. Yeah, but that one girl I dated like punched me in the face while I was driving. That's not good. While I was driving her, like she put both of our lives in danger and cold cocked me right in the nose. It's not good. All because I was dancing on a bar doing some Michael Jackson. I had to a little column A, <laughs> little column B. <laughs> I don't know if she was embarrassed or jealous, but either way, yeah. Moving on with this story, throwing a raw chicken at somebody. Come on now, man. That's no. trashy. <laughs> I'm going to give that 200 points right there. Uh, she was arrested. That's 75. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I missing? No, she's pulling her hands away from the police officers. and they're like, Resisting hey, arrest. But she wasn't doing it that bad, so I'll just give her 125 on that. All right. All right. Cool. This is a good score. I think you're going to like this one, Wood. Come on. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Today, our chicken throwing lady earns herself a respectable and okay 775 points. Trashy. It's like this. Yeah. It's Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood in the morning. All right, it's time for Fireside Country Poetry, where Brian Riley and I try and figure out what song Wood is talking about based solely on the clips that he gives, or on the, the way he reads it. The lyrics What am I here. saying here? Yeah, I don't know, but I'll read the lyrics. You will buzz in. Brian Riley, what land-based animal will you be? Wild animal. <laughs> well, land-based, uh, 
I'm gonna be a well. I'm gonna be a a, a wolf. Okay. Perfect. All right. Kelly Jordan, what land-based wild animal will you be? Hungry like the wolf. I am going to be today in Fireside Country Poetry a... No, lion. Okay, perfect. Can I hear it? (laughs) Perfect. All right, here we go. Song and poem number one. I hope you never fear those mountains in the distance. Wow. I hope you dance by Leanne Womack. Yes, <laughs> man. You know how many weddings I've played that song at? Yeah, every wedding I've mm-hmm. played that song. I'm guessing that was correct. I hope you never feel those mountains in the You know how many mother-son dances I have played this song for at weddings? It's been astonishing. Keep singing it. Keep going. Sing it. Usually I'm trying to choke back tears at this point, so I don't really hear the lyrics. I have cried, too, during so many like father-daughter, mother-son dances. I can't help it, man. I don't even know the people that well, but I'm in it. Texting Vinny. Don't grow up, Vin. All right, Kelly up. One nothing here. Come on. Song and poem number two. Remember, the theme here is dance. Dance. Song and poem number two. Let's go. Love's never come my way. I've never been this far. Because you took these two left feet and waltzed away with oh, my heart. Shoot, shoot, shoot. No, I don't dance. Ah, rah! Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> I didn't hear it. Uh, Lee Bryce, I don't dance. <laughs> I didn't hear it. Coronius! <laughs> Lee Bryce, I won't dance. Yes, Clearly, I knew what it was already. Oh, I got the two, song title. The two left feet gave it away. Yeah. Oh, I love this song. Gave it away. I remember when he did this at Firefest one year and everyone was like holding up their phones. Yeah. It was just a, like the sun was going down in the background and Lee Bryce started singing this song. It was song. like a perfect night, too. My, my wife still to this day brings up how good Lee Bryce smelled. Weird. Yeah. So she's been kissed by Pitbull and knows Lee Bryce's smells. Yeah. She's looking for any she's looking for just one small opening to get the hell out of this marriage. <laughs> Don't blame her. She thought maybe Lee Bryce was her ticket out. All right, here we go. Song and poem. Number three, Kelly Jordan up two to nothing. Ugh. Which doesn't matter because the last one is always a tie. Does your does your mic work over there? Uh, yeah. Perfect. Okay, just check. Yep. Here we good. go. <laughs> the bartender asks me, say, son, what'll it be? I want a shot. And that redhead yonder. Looking at me. The dance floor is hopping, and it's hotter than the 4th of July. I see outlaws, in-laws, crooks, and straights uh, all out making it shake. Rawr. Uh, yes. Is it uh, Brooks and Dunn, Boot Scoot and Boogie? Yeah. Oh, yes. Man, that was my sound. Good good job. <laughs> you did my animal, by the way. For some reason, I was thinking uh, Toby Keith, but the same genre, if you will. So that's Kelly, a jam right there. You're up two one, right? Ooh. Yes, but the last one's always a tiebreaker, right? It is, and today's worth two points. Oh, how odd! But it's an '80s hit. Oh, has nothing to do with dance. All right, here we go. Let's go. Oh, nothing to do with dance. Song and poem number tiebreaker. Oh boy, somewhere uh. after midnight in my wildest fantasy. Somewhere, just beyond my reach, there's someone reaching back for me. Racing on the thunder and rising with the heat. Rawr. <laughs> is it hard, these dreams? It is not. You're oh, out for five seconds. Oh, here we go. Here it, we go. It's going to take a Superman to sweep me off my feet. Yeah. 
I need a hero. I'm holding out for a hero <laughs> to the end of the night. Roar. That's been five seconds. Roar. <laughs> He's got to be strong. He's got to be fast. Roar. Kelly. It's hero, but I don't Who in the world does that song? Final answer, please. I need a hero from the from the Footloose soundtrack. It's on the Footloose soundtrack. I don't know who does it. Close, but incorrect. What is it? I'm going to keep reading. And he's got to be fresh from the fight. Oh I need a God. hero. Uh, I'm holding out for a hero. I'm holding out for a hero. Uh, okay, okay. Somebody's got to buzz in. Oh. Yes, Brian. It's hero. <laughs> I need a hero. Did I just say I, that and you said it was wrong? No, you said the wrong artist. Uh, I don't, who knows the artist on that song? It's a female That's, by the name I, I need an of, answer. Come on, we're running out of time. Aretha Franklin. Incorrect. Aretha Franklin? <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any from the 80s. Holy cow. All right. That hit, is Susan auto. Boyle. Hit the music. <laughs> it's Bonnie Tyler That's in the... For a hero. Okay. Okay. This I knew it was from the Footloose. This is a cool scene in Footloose where they're doing, they're having a ch- uh, chicken race with the two tractors headed right towards each other. Sir? And Ren, <laughs> and Ren McCormick wants to jump out of the tractor, but his shoelace is around the clutch, so he can't jump out. So he ends up winning the chicken race because he couldn't get out. And he's the hero. <laughs> Never seen Footloose. I uh, know, and you describing no, it. I'm once. not watching it. I I hear that song and I just think of like the Karate Kid or something. No, uh, it's not. You got watch that scene. Wasn't in it Footloose. in Cobra Kai? Probably. It's Maybe. been in a ton of stuff. No, you're thinking of you're the best. All right. Yeah, that's different. That's Aretha Franklin. No, no, that's a dude. Jeez, apologize. Yeah, he's a national treasure. Yeah. Well, I won this round. I believe. A fireside country poetry? Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Not today, though. The summit of Mount Everest is made of marine limestone, which means that the highest point on Earth was once at the bottom of the sea. Oh, uh, okay. Now now that you say it like that, now I understand. What did you think I meant? Well, I was thinking like the water at some point in time was so high, it was a, like the entire earth was covered by water, but that's not that. Well, if you believe in the Noah's Ark, then we had a world, well, a lot of religions and history points, there was a worldwide flood at some point. But this is more of when these two land masses crashed into each other. There was water. They were underwater, and now and it's that, been sprung up. Right, and it pushed it to the top. And they said that you can find like seashells and things like that up like thousands of feet up on Mount Everest. Like you can find sort of, I don't know what you would... Fossils, they, I guess, at that point, right? Well, they say you can even find like seashells out in the middle of the desert if you're out there because... That's you know, probably somebody who just dropped it. Well, <laughs> my lucky seashell! <laughs> I left it in the Sahara. There's like an archaeologist who's like, this has changed everything we've thought about this. But no, they say that you can find like, because either there was a worldwide flood or the oceans used to look different, the earth... If you believe in Pangea, then you think that the earth was all just one big landmass at one point. And cracked up. And then it all started to spread apart. Who knows what this place looked like before we got here? What's up, Brian Riley? Oh, sorry. Did they actually find... Seashells up there, or are they just saying you could if you looked hard enough? I, that I don't know. I haven't how many done. People, how many people have actually been on top of Mount Everest? Like the top, top. I'm I not talking. Not many. I think it's more than you think. Is it really? Because I mean, there's there's constantly people going up there. Like I know my girlfriend's best friend from high school 
she went and climbed Mount Everest. No, she she didn't do the whole thing, but oh. you can you, you can the do summit. yeah you could summit it or like everybody can do that because it's in Nepal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch yourself now. We're starting to get out of our depth. Yeah. She's done it, but I'm saying is like there's only so many people that have probably gone all the way to the top where you can find the shells. Isn't there? Correct. Isn't there? Isn't there like dead dead bodies on yeah. the way up that they use as landmarks? So like once you get to you know Doug Pedrohi, yeah. take a left. Yeah, because they can't carry them down, obviously. Yeah. You know, it gets so leave, treacherous and they stuff. They leave them up there. They can't ride them down like a toboggan. I just, you know, hey, if that's your thing, God love you. Yeah, that that would take endurance. I can't even begin to imagine. But I mean, mountains are majestic to look at. Like, the Grand Tetons is, honest to God, some of the most amazing things my eyes have ever seen. Where are the, Where is that? That's like in, like, Wyoming and, like, oh, that stuff. okay, okay. I still... I'm good. Yeah. I have no... You know, unless I can ride something up there and ride it down. Right. No way am I strapping like 60 pounds to my back and <laughs> humping it up the side That's of this like, thing. Have you ever seen the video of people snowboarding mountains? Yeah, that looks cool, though. Yeah. It's sweet. And then all of a sudden, they're like, avalanche coming. And well, then you have no... What are you going to do? But you can climb a tree. When they're out running an avalanche, though, on a snowboard, that looks cool. Because they can kick off avalanches yeah. by that stuff. Yeah. Like, we were even told... Because we did like a snowmobile trip up there. They're like, you got to be careful. Like, you can't do that stuff. And we saw one guy like riding almost like the side of a wall and he oh, would kick God. down like all those things and our guy was like we gotta get out of here because if that gets loose we're it's, all in trouble it's curtains I'm terrified of avalanches for some reason I think is it like every 80s TV show at some point the hero got stuck in an avalanche well you saw that video a couple years ago that went viral that guy who caught one on camera and it was like it honestly got looked like two miles away. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. And then it just blasted over. Oh, he ducked God. behind a rock. It is one of the most wild videos you'll see. There was one recently of a guy skiing, and then he goes, I'm sliding, because the avalanche caught him. So he just slid, and all of a sudden, he's underneath snow. Oh, that's Ooh. terrifying. I remember MacGyver got stuck in an avalanche one time. <laughs> got out with a toothpick? No, you know how he got out? He And this is good for anyone who gets, finds himself stuck in an avalanche. I'm planning on it, so. He took his, because you can't tell which way is up. So first, he figured out which way was up and then he used his ski pole to break through the snow Mm -hmm. he made a little flag out of a piece of cloth from his coat of course he did and then he like a blow dart blew the flag up into the air and just luckily (laughs) amazingly enough someone happened to see it and they rescued macgyver fun fact macgyver graduated from my high school the original macgyver graduated from my high school Really? He's from Minnesota. What the heck's his name again? MacGyver. Something Anderson, right? MacGyver. Hans Christian Anderson? Maybe. Now we got to find this out. Well, we only got a couple of seconds here because we went way long on this. And no one's sticking around for that. No. <laughs> Richard Dean Anderson. Richard hey, Dean Anderson. Thank you, Brian Riley. We got to the bottom of that you one. You brought it today, Kelly. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. I'll try it again tomorrow. I make no promises. Because sometimes I'm the only one that finds them interesting. And I'm all right with looking right at you and saying to your face that... <laughs> Ah, Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break of the day from 540 in the morning. We tack it on the end of the podcast. We started out talking about Snowmageddon, which is headed our way. And then it turned into how I am a fashion boy. Yes. And you took a shot. You're a regular Amelda Marcos. Whatever that is. Didn't she have a ton of shoes? I I didn't know that was a female, to be honest with you. I'm not sure either. It's good. All right. Well, it's typical of our show. But either way, this is our bonus track. It's our first break from 540 in the morning. We tack it on the end of the podcast because it's not that good. Kelly and Wood. I think they call that dead air right there is what they call that, Wood. In the business, yeah. Yeah. So, But that's all right. I mean, it's what? 545 in the morning. Mm -hmm. 
A lot of people probably taking today off because I think they close schools to what Friday now. I think. Which I is, know my kids are off today and tomorrow. They never did that when I. They never pre-closed schools when I was a kid. Like you never got the notice. Like yeah, we're closing today and we'll be we'll be closed the rest of the week because they rolled the dice. Honestly, right. it's because I don't think the weather technology was up to snuff back then. Like things could change. Well, now I don't know. Has know, it changed all that much? Though? I think it has. Like honestly, God. Like, the old joke is, you know, everyone dumps on the weather guy, right? right? But if we're being honest, they're usually right more than they're wrong. Well, and if I may add to that, Mother Nature is big. Right. And hard to predict. You know what I'm saying? She's a pill. Right. You may think that one thing's about to happen. Mother Nature says, no, about to switch it up on you. And, you know, I, and you know they can measure atmospheric pressures and, you know, diddly-doos and all right. that. So, yeah, if they know, like, hey, it's going to get funky out there, right. might as well shut her down. Yeah. Now, I will say, I got the email yesterday. It's like, oh, uh, we're going to go to e-learning. Here are the instructions. I just yeah. said, boop, delete. <laughs> my internet is down due to weather. I didn't get that. My kid, my kid's school doesn't do that. I guess our kids are so smart, they can go a couple of days without learning. Or and they're st- just like, still be ahead of the curve. Eh. <laughs> Rattling the beer can. Eh. The hell with it. I bet, I bet teachers love it just as much as the kids do, you know? Like, unless they still got to, they probably still got to work, though, at home. I've been told that it is more work for the teachers to do the e learning oh, stuff. Oh, that part, yeah. Than to make it up on the back end. My, uh, my kids, what was it, fifth grade teacher was like, teachers, and I heard them talking about, I work on a podcast called the Ed Curation Podcast, mm-hmm. and it's a podcast for teachers. It's like new like products and styles and things for teachers, whatever. I've learned a lot. Good for you. Thing. But they, they've all said that, that doing, um, doing that kind of work was, was absolutely miserable for teachers, I too. I don't blame them, man. And, and, and teachers love their students. You know, they like to well, be around their students. And, can you imagine being a teacher not liking kids? <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. I grew up with some pretty rough teachers back in the day who reeked of booze all the time. I had the nuns. Yeah. Oh, I, I, do the they nuns. like kids? No. <laughs> At least the one. No, nah, I, I, it depends. You know, it was a coin toss. There were some that were absolutely fantastic human beings, and there are some others that just yeah. <sighs> steer clear of mother over there. Well, should we get going, my friend? I hope oh, I don't have this turned up either. I'm waiting on you, dude. Oh, and I'm not in the chat room. You're in the chat room. Well, I did a little. I did a little serenade to Prince You've earlier. Been listening to Prince for the past ten minutes. Well, because there's a okay. Look, I'm a huge Prince fan. I know this is a country music station, but we're allowed to like other types of music. And I love Prince. I grew up in his neighborhood, man. Allegedly, he was right down the street from my grade school. Supposedly, he made us feel. No, I'll, I'll show you a map quest right now if that website still exists. From my understanding, it's all about like everyone who's lived in Minneapolis. No, it had something with Prince. Like, I that went, was Prince's, you know. I, I went to school in a in a documentary about Prince. My grade school is pictured in that documentary. Okay. It's the same one he went to. If you say so. He made us feel like kids from the ghetto could make it. <laughs> Boys wearing chaps. <laughs> Get on out of here. I don't care what you say, man. Anyway, so I'm running a little bit late because of my Prince tribute this morning. Anyway, should we go for it? I'm ready. I want to oh, win. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> Many people misspelling Kelly. I don't know. Or Wood. That's an old. That's like an old slang term. Like spell my name right, cause I ain't never lied. I know that I was very blessed when it came to the naming thing, mm-hmm. because look, I, for all intents and purposes, have six letters in my name. It's hella generic. Matt Wood. Yeah. Boom. Like. You know, boom, That boom. sounds like eight letters to me, unless you're talking about variety of letters. Right. T's only one letter. Okay. O's only one letter. That's I see six letters. I see what you're saying, yes. Like, I learned how to spell my name, like, day three of the alphabet. When you were this many. 
But, you know, there wasn't any of these exotic names back when I was... Oh, uh, that's because you didn't go to school in Prince's neighborhood. <laughs> I told you, I went to a girl, her name, I went to school with a girl, her name was Adisumbo Adibayo. Like, there was some unique names well, in my high school. But she was from a different part of the world, obviously. No, she was from, she was from the U.S. of A., but... Come on. I, I went to a girl with her name, her name was Ashanti Tazulu. Again. No, she, I mean they were they were born here, but I guarantee you their parents weren't right. No, their parents were born here too. They just had very ethnic names, for lack of That's a better term. Legit, actually. Yeah, I went to school in North Minneapolis, dude. I'm from the streets. You don't ever give me street cred. People, never. I never get street cred from you. Because I've had a lot of people ask me like, well, "Why do you call yourself what? Is that like your radio name?" I grew up being called Wood. Right. I grew, I literally like every single class I went to, there was three other mats in the class. My middle name is Ryan, so I can't go by Ryan because there was also five Ryans in every class. Right. So I went by Woody. And every, like, my teachers called me Woody. It was just the easiest way to differentiate. That way, Matt, and, you know, six kids turn. Ryan. Huh? No, not you, that Matt. No, that, no not, not, I, not that Matt, that Matt. I like how people in this building, and how long have you worked here? You've worked here, what, 10 years now? About 10 years? Over that. 11? I think I'm oh, has on it? like 12 years now. Wow. Congratulations. Going back to like part-time, yeah. 12 but, uh, years probably. I love how people still call you Woods. Like well, people, yeah. people you've worked with for uh, uh, over a decade still call you Woods. Tiger screwed me with that. You know, when Tiger came, and t- it's Tiger Woods, so everyone thinks that I'm Woods. No, nah, man. No. I'm, I'm the original. Yeah. Why should I change my name? He's the one who sucks. Nice. Spell my name right. I ain't never lied. But no, and, hey, that's okay. You know? So anyway, back to the weather. We got about 9 to 14 inches still on the way, is what they're saying today. Allegedly. So, but that, this is the thing. Is, okay, Wood, tell me if I'm, if I'm looking at this wrong. Is it sensationalism when I look and they're like, this will be the worst storm in 30 years? Maybe. Now, I was a part of the 1991 Halloween blizzard. Here we go. I was absolutely, I don't know how old I was. I know I was, I think I was... I don't know if I went trick-or-treating that year or not. I don't remember. I know kids were out trick-or-treating before the storm hit. And then I know me and my friend Tim Wones, we went out with shovels and we were helping dig people out of the snow because we were good kids from the streets. I didn't live here, and yet I still think I was here because I've heard this story from every single person alive. But that was like that was like one of the single, I think that was like the day with the single most snowfall in one day, because it was like 21 inches in one day. Okay. And I think over the course of the entire blizzard, we got like 36 inches of snow or something like that. Which is legit. Like, I remember walking, oh my God, this dates me. I remember walking to 7-Eleven to get my mom's cigarettes. And that's back when you just, if you had a note, yeah. they would just sell you cigarettes. Or if they knew your mom. Right. Yeah. Which, which my mom was in there buying cigarettes all the time. Her Terry Tin 100s is what she smoked. Well, they weren't going to turn down that sale. <laughs> no. And then, so I remember like, but I remember snow being up to my waist or over my waist and drudging to the store to get my mom's cigarettes after the Halloween blizzard. Gotta have them smokes, man. Gotta do, man. <laughs> Keep warm. In those winter months. They don't call me heater for nothing. I'll tell you this much. They didn't run out of beer. I know that for a dang fact. Damn right. They always had about five cases on standby. Well, they say what the snow's supposed to like really start to pick up around like two o'clock. And then it's supposed to go all night into tomorrow. But it's supposed to be like peter off by like 11 a.m. tomorrow. Okay. Well, here's the thing. You got to give me some grace tomorrow on the way in. I'm That's gonna, fine. I'm going to get all my pre-work done that mm-hmm. I do in the mornings before I leave here. I'm going to leave my house at 2.30 in the morning tomorrow. And just take it slow. And take her slow. That's a smart thing. And I may take 94 instead of 10. Because I feel like 94, they'll probably... They'll pro- like, shout out to the plow drivers who had 10 nights. Nice, they're they're out my, there this morning right now. Right. Oh, I saw the coolest thing on the way in today. The stagger? 
Yes. That's your thing. The the five Palau salute, I like to call it. Da, da, da. <laughs> no, they were no, they were going over the bridge on uh, division uh, on twenty three when I was going underneath it on ten. Mm-hmm. And it was five plows in a row just going over the top and I was like, That is bad A right there. They're getting it done, man. I love it, man. I, I honestly I asked our boss yesterday. I said, Be real with me. Everything's shutting down. Businesses are closing, schools are closing. Should maybe Kelly and I take the day off? And he sent back simply with Bobby Bones. He said that to you? I said, all right, we'll be... Bobby Bones lives in Nashville, so no, he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be like, oh, another beautiful day, 75 degrees. Well, that's one of those towns that like shuts down if there's even like a hint of ice on the way. I mean, when I lived in Austin, Texas, like I was probably one of the only people that showed up to work if there was a slight ice. Stuff. But the thing is there, you get ice. You don't get snow. It's well, just, it's hilly. Right. And it's, it's just, it's instant freezing rain. And the, like the on-ramps and off-ramps to the freeways are 500 feet in the air. So they don't, you know, here they build them nice and low. So they don't, we're prepared for the weather here. Now, my house in Georgia, we overlooked like this big hill. Of right? course. Like my did. front porch and the, like the golf course was down there and you could see all the way up this gigantic hill. And we got an ice storm once and we saw all these people. Go up, and my dad was just sitting there. He's like, hey, watch this. And this car would go up, it'd get about halfway, and it just comes sliding down. I never understand how people in Duluth, because you know how Duluth has just those A steep lot of ups streets, and downs, man. Yeah. I've never understood how they deal with winter in Duluth. Snow chains, maybe? Can you do that, though? I think that's against the law, right? Because right. people are tearing up, tear the up the roads. Yeah. But I think there's a part where it's like, hey, look. This is about survival. We'll figure out the roads come June. I think of that every time I'm in Duluth. I'm like, how do they do this in the wintertime? Uh, Russ texted in. I think Kelly forgot about the 96-97 when the governor shut down schools for a week because of the cold. I don't remember that. I mean, I was living here in 90s. I didn't move to Texas till 2000, so I, I was here. But I don't, I don't remember that. Cold's no joke, man. No, nah, I, I don't like any of it. But seriously, shout I out to all, all the plow drivers, all y'all keeping us, you know, on the road. But hey, we should give a shout out to the Fergus Falls girls hockey team. Yeah. At this, the state tournament's still going on today. Wow, they're still going to push through, huh? Yeah, like they announced like, hey, it's still ongoing. I know the Fergus Falls team is down there. They're in the 4-5 game later on tonight. So. Oh, nice. Hey, man, you man, don't stop that's, hockey. That's huge, yeah. up in the Because you know the rest of the country would be shutting down. Oh, absolutely. Midwest says, hey, you know what? Put your big shoes on. Let's go. Right. Stop being a wimp. And maybe if all the schools are closed, maybe they'll get an even better crowd down there. I, I bet they'd get a decent crowd already, don't they? Supporting the girls. So uh, good luck to Fergus Falls. Take them down down there, man. I think it's so cool that there's uh, girls hockey teams in high school. Like, they didn't have that when I was in high school. Oh, with that, I am a huge supporter of girls sports because they deserve yeah. it, you know? Yeah, why not? Right. <laughs> you know? So, you know, like our boss, his girl, his daughter is going to the state tournament in wrestling. I know. And she's kicking butt, too. My brother used to be like a wrestler and like the girls would have to wrestle the boys and i always thought that was so unfair right because yeah. honestly and like if a girl beat a boy everyone was so hard on like that boy yeah. that's not fair like let the girls have their own platform their own stage and go get it you're preaching to the 